morning, Upper East Siders. Hope you had a good night's sleep, or at least a good night's play. In a city that never sleeps, it's important to always be alert, because if you blink, you might miss something or someone. Now we're on. Oh, we were just reading our yogi teas. Yogi tea. Michelle gave me a clueless mug. Sure did. So cute. My uh, yogi tea says the brightness of your being is generated from within. Now that's better. When she read it the <sighs> first time, it was with Judge Snark, and I said, that's beautiful. <laughs> Mine says, the only constant is change. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she felt it. <laughs> she here. Sorry. Yes, I took a sip and I in- inhaled it. You know, inhaled it, inhaled, inhaled it, it. inhaled it, the sip. Um, but I liked, I liked that because change is the only thing that's constant. It's so perfect. Anyway, hi, chef's kiss. How many times do I say chef's kiss on this podcast? I say it enough. And when you podcast, you will know when you record and you edit yourself over and over and over again. And you're like, stop saying that word. <laughs> Just stop saying it. You ha- it has not been as bad as you think. I know it, is. it hasn't. And you're yourself's worst critic, right? Yes, but I edit you. <laughs> I know, I know. And so it's fine. It's just when I just, you know, it's like when you had that essential, essentially. Remember when you were like essentially with everything, and then I, back. I adopted it. I was like essentially, and I would say essentially. That was our word, baby. That was our word. <laughs> and we couldn't we couldn't get out of the rut anyway hey welcome back to another episode of three gossip girls a gossip girl podcast i am liz and i'm michelle tonight we watched season four episode eight juliet doesn't live here anymore original air date november 8th 2010 written by gene leitenberg directed by patrick norris summary for this week's episode chuck and blair decide it's in their both interest in their both best interest to put the past behind them and end their vindictive games nate confronts juliet after discovering a secret she's been keeping from everyone dan and nate realize they both still have feelings for serena i mean this literally sounds like an episode we've watched already it sounds like every every week, week on season four in season four i should say this is the summary every single week writers let's get together something needs to change Something's got to give. Like the Juliet stuff, interesting. That is the only thing that's interesting. I could not care less about Chuck and Blair or the triangle of Nate, Serena, Dan. I cannot at do least, it again. At least with Chuck and Blair. It's something a little different. Jeez. Yeah, and they're back, <sighs> right? So people are rooting her. It's like, oh, I want you guys to be together. Right, right. But this this Padge and Nate and Serena, I mean, how many times are it we going to so do this? tired. Like... It was tired four weeks ago. Excuse me. Um, it was tired four weeks ago, and it's still tired. Like this needs to end. And honestly, it's like it, there's no hope. When I, there's no hope for this. I really do not get it. I'd like to have a meeting with the writers. Like go take like the DeLorean <laughs> yeah. and go Let, back in guys, time. Guys, let's go over this plan because it's not working. It really feels like sloppy writing. It does. I and I hate to say that. Me too because I'm not a writer and I don't want to no. judge. But why are we... This plot is not creative in any sense. It also makes it very hard to get on board 
with Serena and her feelings, with Padge and his feelings, with Nate and his, everybody's just like, this one works for the time I'm in love with you. We're supposed to jump on board and ship you guys, <sighs> but then we're supposed to ship you guys because you run in together and then everyone's supposed to be moved on and then everyone's back together. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we doing this so that we can show Nate and Dan finally like, ah, epiphany moment. Serena is, you know, our forbidden fruit. She's the one we can never have. And so maybe it's for them to finally have that realization of, okay, I need to move on. But like, why are we, we don't, we could have done this already. Well, here's the thing. If this episode was the last one of the triangle, the triangle. And in that moment at the last scene where we see Paige and Paige, (laughs) Paige. that's a new one. That's a new one. Paige and Nate and Serena. Like I would love if Serena chose no one. And if Padge and Nate were like, wow, bro, we can't keep doing this. Uh And everybody goes their separate ways. And this is the episode that did that. And if that was the case, then fine. But I have a feeling. It's not. It's not. It's not. You're here. It's not. And I'm not okay with it. Because. Gosh, that's um, bad. I've watched up until mid-season, mid episode 10, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of words. And like I feel like I'm watching the same episode over and over and over again. And the little bit of sh- of glimpse of seeing what's happening with Juliet is the only savior of the episode. So, that's just my take. Great. That's my hot take hot on take. on this season so far. So, I hate if this is your favorite season, I hate to like shit on it well because i'm not shitting on the whole series the whole season as a whole because i think it did start out nicely yeah, with the did. paris stuff and even i would take that henry prince bullshit sure. it was fine and getting to know what's happening with juliet but it's this nate it's the nate serena dan i, I don't i don't want to do it anymore i don't want to do it anymore it's almost like serena cannot be alone she, and she gets afraid and you don't even see her get afraid but we know she gets afraid she literally walks out of the I said literally, now I'm thinking of all the words Uh, um, we say. uh But she does. She gets out of that cab as soon as she breaks it off. And right away, it is instantaneous. I mean, not even a matter, moment to think to yourself. Maybe just walk home, then make the phone call in bed. You get out of the cab on the street of New York and give the call. I know. and And it really bothers me. It really bothers me. And I feel like Dan is sort of that way too. They've wrote his character a little bit like that. Oh, okay, I'm going to break it off with Vanessa and immediately... He's like still thinking about Serena as he's with Vanessa. I mean, we've seen this play out. And Nate, he's good at distracting himself from the whole situation, but given the chance, as soon as him and Juliet were done, he was like, Serena. It's like the three of them, they don't know how to be alone. And it it's troublesome I actually, and worrisome, I, I should actually say. think Serena's the worst one. Well, she's definitely the worst when one. Comes, and we are and she's like stringing, subconsciously stringing, I'm sorry, unconsciously stringing them along. Because we said she's we not don't think malicious. she's aware. She's not malicious. No. And this is why I have a problem with Vanessa in this episode and a problem with Jenny and whoever it is because she's not malicious. She steps in shit and she always gets what she wants, but she's not malicious. Yeah, I mean, Serena is not really even aware of. She's not even. She aware. just makes bad choices when it comes she to boys. She literally in her is heart. a golden retriever, and you just pet her head. And Serena's yeah. like, I, lo- "I love to be loved," and like, don't we all? Yes, yes, <laughs> it's a- right. But it's frustrating as the audience to watch her and watch this whole triangle play mm-hmm. out. Um, but we will talk about it before we do. My glass full of gossip for tonight, titled "Enemies with Benefits," lovely, <laughs> which 
was a deliciously weird concoction of um, a drink, you know, uh, a bottled drink that I got at Uncle Giuseppe's yet again. That seems to be my my place that I get my glass full of gossips lately. Um, the company is called White Coffee Company. It was cold brew cascara, which I originally thought was cold brew coffee. And then Michelle and I sipped it and I'm like, this isn't coffee. It's tea, cold brew tea. Uh, coffee, cherry tea, and green tea, like combined, and it has this X. And I was like, ooh, this is so good. Like X's, enemies, um, flavored toasted coconut and fig. So many flavors going on. And which, that's how I felt like Chuck and Blair. So many. This whole episode. And everywhere. Yeah. It was interesting, this drink. It was interesting. It was good. I finished it. Was it was good. It was definitely good. I don't know if I'd buy it again. Well, I don't know if I but would. But it was like fun to try and sure different. i always love trying the drinks that you bring i it would definitely not replace my cup of coffee same no no no. but it was fun to try tea never replaces my cup no of coffee. it's a different drink for yeah. me and people love green tea they think it gives them the same they think they probably gives them the same energy as coffee think, think, <laughs> i'm sorry guys. you guys think that green tea no, gives energy it, it does it does it's the one of the most caffeinated teas um but it's I mean, not, we've, not my fave. No, we've talked about it. Not to get into it, but coffee's just a different drinking. It's a it's a different palate. Yeah, and also like a ritual. And oh yeah, it's ingrained in you hold it in your and you smell it. There's yeah, there's a whole it. a whole process of drinking coffee, <laughs> yeah. where I'm sure you tea drinkers feel the same way about well, your we're, tea. We're tea drinkers right now. We are, we are, but you're more of a tea drinker than I am. The only time I ever drink tea is here. Or when Randy occasionally, Randy has tea all like twice a day and he's like, tea? And I'm like, yeah. And by the time he makes it, I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> At night, I have a cup of tea every night. Herbal tea. Doesn't it make you have to go to the bathroom before yes. you go to bed? Yeah, but I empty a couple of times. Now yeah, that everyone knows there you how go. go. Gossip girl. Let's anyway. So to refresh everyone's memories on uh, my three gossip boards for last week's episode, uh, we had benefits, which Michelle had the light bulb moment. Um, during her little predicts um, that this was going to be chair and it was chair. And then the triangle was two meanings, Nate, Serena, Dan, and Juliet, Vanessa, Jenny in the end. I was like, oh, good, double meaning. And then ballet, obviously. Ballet is the event, the event of the episode, which I loved. Um, so we open up with <laughs> really kind of comical scene of Chuck and Blair hooking up. Unbeknownst to Serena, she goes into Blair's bedroom while Chuck is hiding under the covers and Serena's going on and on about Colin and Blair's like, please get out, please get out. I don't want to hear anything about Colin. You're a professor that you're not supposed to be dating. And Serena's like, I just want to be public and go on his arm at the ballet. And she really just wants this like normal public relationship, which not really looking good at this moment and so Blair is trying to get her to leave so that Chuck can sneak out and it seems that Chuck and Blair have had copious amounts of sex in the last I don't know week or two that we've saw them last and uh you know it's the friends or ex with benefits he's hiding under the blankets which I called I mean so obvious (laughs) she said something oh this duvet cover just won't go down (laughs) (laughs) yeah so during this episode, Chuck and Blair are really trying their not hardest at all. They're really not trying at all to break it off, but they end up hooking up instead. Every single time they say they have to have a talk, they end up hooking up. Meanwhile, non-hooking up is Colin and Serena. 
they're still in this platonic stage and seem to be succeeding. And she desperately wants to be in the public eye with him and suggest, hey, how about we go to the ballet together? But he says that faculty will be there and he doesn't think it's a good idea. And so she's kind of prying like, well, don't, isn't it, it was that enough for you just to be out in public that one time at, what was that, the Boom Boom Room party or whatever yeah. it was, or Blair's party, whatever. And um, he's like, no, but how about we go away for the weekend? And they can get separate rooms so that they're not breaking their agreement of sleeping together. And so Serena accepts this, of course, and she's excited to go home and pack. I'm already packing in my head. <laughs> they don't even, did they tell you us where they're even going? He said something about Pink Sands later on the episode. Yeah, but they're flying because he got and plane they're flying. tickets. Yeah. Cabo, Flo- Florida. I don't know. Pink Sands? Pink. Oh, Pink Sands. Yeah, Aruba? Where? Maybe. Oh, God. What a Bermuda. Nice... Bermuda. Bermuda. Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> we finally got it. We got there. So they pull up to campus where Serena gets out of the car. And Dan sees her get out of this car with Colin in the back seat and puts two and two together that she's involved with him. And then at that point, Serena catches Chuck and Blair hooking up post-sex. And so all the secrets are coming to light. So Blair admits to Serena that, yes, I am having sex with Chuck. It's ex-sex. It doesn't mean anything. Enemies with benefits. And so Serena lectures her on having feelings for Chuck. We're not supposed to feel at all for him. And Blair says, well, I just, I loathe him and he loathes me and the sex means nothing. And then Blair lectures Serena on Colin and her getaway and how she can't keep it in her pants pretty much. And so good luck trying to uphold your agreement. So later on, after Blair and Chuck have their final limo sex, well, not final, but the last hookup before the last scene. Before they decide, (laughs) right? Yeah. That they're not. Um, They both agree that they need to end it. It's going to be hard, but they need to end it. And they part ways. And Chuck immediately tells this limo driver, like, you need to get me a million condoms because I'm going to have immersion therapy sex with Blair, which means that they're just going to have sex a million times in 24 hours to get kind of sick of it. Like their bodies will be sick of it. But that's Chuck's win. And Blair's win is not to ever, to not see Chuck and in 24 like, hours. she's like, Dorota, you need to keep me away from Chuck. So <laughs> not really seeing eye to eye and how to get over each other nor do they really want to get over each no other. they don't this is just a game right now i'm sure they're enjoying yeah, it yeah and obviously. one of my favorite scenes uh was blair in the bathtub with the bubbles what a mood what a mood i love this mood the vibe the, the macarons and the bubbles and she's just like Dorota! just yelling it's just it was comical and just is a vision is there any kind of fact of why the green macarons? I don't know. Is it pistachio? She did, I think green she tea? might have had chocolate and then she switched over to the green or the ones that Serena gave her. I immediately thought pistachio, but, but it could have been green tea. Or matcha. Right. Or matcha, yeah. Because she was or, in the bathtub eating green and then Serena gave her green. Yeah. So I wonder why green. Because out mm. of all of them, I don't know if I would have chosen green. Same. I wouldn't have. That's not my Even choice. Even a color to put in the episode, I would have chosen like a bright pink or a yeah. lavender or something. Yeah, I wonder why they chose that one. Maybe they do eventually tell you or why green. Why if that's Blair's favorite flavor or something. Yeah. Um, so this mood of Blair in the bathtub, love this scene where she is then Serena comes in and they talk about their boy issues, but Serena said that 
she broke up with Colin after a conversation with Dan, which we'll get to later on. But Blair and her are having this like girls pep talk like we don't need guys and we're going to be strong and let not settle for anything less than the best. So then Chuck shows up in Blair's room to have sex with her in her robe, which I thought was really freaking funny. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. And so to distract the two of them, Dorota comes in and tells Blair that Colin is downstairs. Now he's there to see Serena, but Blair makes it as Colin is her her date to the ballet. And Chuck's confused about this, but he just still tries to like get her to have sex and they part their ways. So and then a shocking, shocking scene of after Colin and Serena decide that, you know, they're not gonna be together. Serena immediately calls Dan to invite her to be her guest at the ballet. Just go alone, sweetie. Just go alone. I don't, I don't understand. understand. <laughs> and so didn't we, we had a scene earlier with Padge and Rufus talking over waffles. Yes. yes. And he's like, why don't you just call her? Meet just have for a coffee. conversation about it. And he's like, I don't really know what's going on. And then that's when he, to, he sees the book. Everyone's yes. reading Colin's book. Yes. He was on the, what show was he on? The news? He was on a morning <gasps> yeah, show or right. night show or something. Something of the sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of Dan, he and Vanessa are still living together, but yeah. they're friendly. Sure. And Vanessa sees that Dan is reading Colin's book because Serena is crazy professionally, of course, about Colin. And so Dan decided to pick up his book. And then he's mentoring Serena. Vanessa's having a really hard time hearing Serena's name since she was called out at the Hamilton party for, you know, sending the email from Serena to Serena's professor. And so she's just still upset about that. I get it. And everyone's excommunicated themselves from her. Nate doesn't return her phone calls. And Dan says, well, neither. He doesn't return mine either because I stole that treaty last week. So... Dan, as we said, heads over to Rufus's to have breakfast. Nobody's there. They're looking at colleges again, something of the sort. And so this is when Rufus says, like, you and Serena should get coffee. Talk it over. Because Dan is just like, I don't know how Serena feels. I feel something. I don't. What? Really? You don't know how Serena feels? You know how you feel because you felt this way for since episode one of this season. I mean, I'm sure before that even, you know, before that. But. Like, you know how you feel, Dan, and she keeps dating other guys. But also... And she's not choosing you. She has invited you to things and then doesn't follow through. No, this a couple of times already. Yes, we've seen it. And she does that to Nate. Right. You guys are her fallback. Her fallback. comforts. Yes. Friends. And he's like, I don't know how she feels. And it's like, he's like, uh, has Lily mentioned her dating anyone? Hi, Patch. Come on, come on, and, dude. And the thing is, again, Serena, you maybe she doesn't. Here's where I'm like, is is Serena Does very she naive? Not no, she not know that Patch and Nate are in love with her. But she they have has said to know. it, and Blair has said it the whole time in Paris. You got to choose one. You got to choose one. You know how these boys feel about you. So when you call them and ask them for it's not good dates, they're gonna get excited and get their hopes up. Yes, and that upsets me and pisses me off thinking that she's using very loosely using them to whatever she needs for that day or week i feel that she actually is just not aware of it and she knows in her heart she's not using them but she's not realizing it comes off that way 
Right. She's like, I love you guys because you're, and it's like, well, it's a different kind of love. Is this a runaway bride situation? I think this is what we have on our hands. You know, like they're just this person that the whole town is like, wow, she's charming and she's sweet and she's beautiful. And when she talks, it seems like she's flirting with everyone. Mm -hmm. That's just her. That's Serena. She's Maggie Carpenter. That's what it is. So later on, Dan catches Serena with her professor, as we said, and he sits down with her and he gives her this lecture on her getting involved with her professor. And I'm like, excuse me, Miss Carr. Yeah. You got involved with your teacher and you were younger and it was way more inappropriate. But whatever. He loves explaining. He does. And Dan tells Serena that it seems as though she's sacrificing more than Colin. Like he doesn't make a point to quit his job or be the one that shows publicly that they're together and Serena shouldn't be treated this way. And then he goes on about how when they were together and how he treated her. And I'm like, okay, fair that you're giving her good advice, but you're giving her the good advice to make it highlight you. You know, like this, I wouldn't have done that if we were together when we were together, it's like, uh, you don't need to add that in there. You don't need to add it. You're, You're just, just doing so you, you look just, good. And- yeah, you could just give her the friendly advice and don't need to have an ulterior motive. Right. And then obviously the advice sticks with her because she does break it off with Colin, saying that it's bad timing and how come we don't show people in public and it really ab- bothered her that they were going to take separate flights, completely, completely different times, completely different rooms. It bothered her. Like, but I, also, like, you're not supposed to be having sex, guys. And also, I assumed that this is, like, a week later, days later. Yeah. You guys made the decision that you're not going to do anything. Right. There's only, like, maybe five weeks now left of the semester. And Serena, she made the choice last week. She didn't want to sleep with him. And she's like, I think we should wait. We should wait. And they kissed. Should I- right. So-, so you know what's happening. You know what's at stake here. Right. And so it upset her and Dan got in her head. Blair got in her head. She got in her own head. And so she ended it with him temporarily. So before we head to the ballet, let's talk about Juliet, a.k.a. the good stuff of the episode. So Juliet goes to Collins to steal back her hidden camera that she has placed in his apartment. And she and Collins start discussing Ben. Now we're getting to know some more things about Ben and how Juliet promised Collins she wasn't going to speak with Ben. And it's very obvious that Collins thinks that Ben is guilty of whatever crime he is in jail for. We learned two things. Yes, we did. He's 26 and he was a teacher. He was a teacher and he's 26. Exactly. And so Juliet says he didn't do it. She claims he did not do it. Whatever this thing is, he didn't do it. And then Colin says, well, you're the only one that seems to believe that. Like, you're the only one out of our whole family that believes that Ben is innocent. 26 teacher has to do it, Serena. That's all we know she about Ben. ruined his life. That is literally all we know about Ben at this moment in time. And then Colin tells her, if you keep talking to Ben, I'm going to take away. I'm going to cut you off. Your income is going to be gone. So while that's going on, Nate... He heads to what he thinks was Juliet's apartment to give her back some of her stuff, which is like, how long were you guys actually together? What stuff? <laughs> what stuff? Underwear? Like, I don't know. If that? If a that? Scrunchie? You just throw it away at that a point. Scrunchie. Yeah, it's just. I'm assuming. It's not like she was living. Was she living at the Empire? Maybe for like briefly. There? Anyway, he goes, and the doorman says, "There's no one by that name here. I've worked here for eight years," and so Nate now knows 
Juliet is lying about something else. So then Nate goes to see Vanessa and admits that he should have believed her all along because clearly Juliet is lying. And so Vanessa's like, yeah, let's go you know, clear my name and show the world and our small, tiny friend group, if you can call it that, that I was telling the truth. As long as Padge and Nate believe you, why do you need to do this? But I'll get into it because I, well, I have words. Well, uh, Nate didn't believe her up until well, this until point. until this moment. So now he... Oh, that scared me. Yeah. <laughs> now he he does believe her. And so they are on a mission to go f- figure out what else Juliet is up to. So during this time, Juliet calls a scheduled meeting with the dean so she can show the dean the photos of Serena and Colin. She doesn't go through with it, but she was planning on showing the dean these photos. So after that, Nate calls Juliet. They meet up and Nate is distracting her while Vanessa is searching through her apartment or trying to find her apartment at least. And Nate tells Juliet, like, I know the gig's up. I know you're lying. I went to your place. You don't live there. And so she ends up admitting that she's poor. And like as the audience, you're like, okay, yeah, I believe that because it's clearly that she is. She needs money from her cousin to pay for her apartment and her schooling and she doesn't cut the tags off of her clothing and she returns and like it makes sense. And Nate feels badly for her because he's been there when Hallie was run ran away from his sentence or whatever it was right. them yeah, trying to find he's, him. He's been there. They lost, they lost everything. And so he sympathizes and texts Vanessa, let's call off the investigation. I, she told me the truth. But Vanessa's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to check her apartment a little bit longer. And she goes digging. She finds the pictures of Serena and Colin on Juliet's computer. Right. Where is the board? I guess Where she is the board that down. board with all the strings? I know. Would have been good. Why couldn't Vanessa find that? I guess it would have been. It's not where they were going with the with Juliet. I think they're they were trying to show a good a better light on her, and yeah. so yeah. I mean, they're ultimately pegging Vanessa to be the bad guy in this situation. Right. Which she ends up following, almost following through with. But so uh, she finds these pictures and she's like, this is great. I'm going to use it to my advantage because then everyone will know I wasn't lying about Serena with her professor. I'm like, but now then then you're admitting to the fact that you were the one that sent the email when you weren't. Right. (laughs) So... What? I don't get that. So then Juliet goes to see Colin quickly to tell her, tell him that she's cutting off all ties with Ben. She got a second chance with Nate and she's not going to give that up. She's sick of getting nothing in return from her brother. And then Juliet talks about how hard it will be to give up on Ben. And this is when she tells him, quote, that when Ben got his teaching position, it was the best moment of his life. And then Colin says, well, he's not that person anymore. So then now we find out his occupation, his age, and then Juliet arrives back to her place to find Vanessa there. And Vanessa admits, I don't care if you if that you're lying. I am more interested in ruining Serena Vanderwoodson's life than yours. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just rewind? <laughs> what did you think about the fact that Juliet tells or co- tells Colin, Colin, I'm no longer going to do this for a boy I like. Yeah. And he's giving me a second chance. Yeah. So this is showing her in a shape. Yeah, like Nate is rubbing off on her in a good way. She doesn't want to continue the path and of I what her brother And I genuinely believe her. I genuinely believed her too. But then she was made a fool of. And well, fi- sure. Yeah. yeah. But at that moment, I believed her. I believed her too. And I think 
there's so it's clear that Ben has this like mm like control over her and this is his mission and she's like I don't want to do this anymore I yeah. like Nate and these people aren't so bad and I just want to be with Nate right okay so and we, now it doesn't it doesn't look good because now she has this evidence of Serena right so we flash forward and Vanessa's like I'm not even going to call you out on it I'm going to use it for Serena's benefit right so we flash forward to <laughs> Vanessa and Vanessa wants to take down Serena so much more than she wants Would to want take to, it. Right. And Juliet's like, I'm over that. Like, We're not going to use these photos. But hey, in Vanessa's defense, right? She's like, why all of a sudden the change in mind? Right. Because of Nate. She knows it's because of Nate. But you can't wrap your head around that. It's like, imagine having a vendetta out and you finally find someone who can like be on your side. Vanessa's alone. And then they have a change of heart. It makes you even want it more. Mm. Like I need to, t- I need to tunnel vision. Yes. So I kind I see Vanessa's side here. And I have a very hard time sympathizing with her. <laughs> and I, I'm the first to tell you that I didn't hate Vanessa. No, and I, I don't I hate Vanessa. I still don't hate her. I see where she's going. But I understand it. It sucks that she's wrapped up when we talked with so Will about this. Up. And we talked with our other guests. I mean, everyone. Yeah. Vanessa would be a great character if she wasn't stuck in this world. She gets wrapped She up. gets easily manipulated by her emotions in this world. And so she tells Julia, yeah, okay, I'm going to... And she takes the drive. You know, Julia doesn't realize that she took this. And Juliet deletes the photos from her computer, but Vanessa still has the proof and the evidence in this drive. Which clearly you saw her take the drive. Right? I was like, she showed you the drive. But whatever. Whatever. So now the fun begins at the ballet. Everyone's arriving. Dan arrives, sees Serena from afar. And so he spots the gorgeous Serena from afar. And he's like, oh, man, this is my my chance again. I'm going to be with Serena. And Nate shows up with Juliet. And Nate's like, oh, you're going to your Serena's date tonight. Yeah, I was her date last week. She's just using you to make Colin jealous. And I love it. And as they're speaking and having this like silly, petty argument, Colin meets up with Serena and tells her, hey, I quit for you. I'm sick of hiding every relationship in front of everyone. And they kiss in public and everyone's like, "Eh." and Dan's like, obviously hurt because... I thought you liked me and I was coming back. I was coming as her date. You quit. You quit. Dude, you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. For this chick who you barely know. Two weeks. If that. She's 19. Let's give it a month. Let's even. I'll push it. Let's give it a month. You're really going to quit your job? us not believing in romance? I love romance. <laughs> no, I love it too. But this I, I can't get it. on board with. No, and I think it's because we've been like been there, done that. If this was like the the first and last time Serena's ever gone through it, I maybe would be like, oh, that's cute. But it's this is literally. I said it last week. It's trip two They have to be in p- private with their relationship. They have to go away, be away from the world. Are do you, you want to be in public with me? Oh, I'll leave you. Your mis- I'm your mistress. It's like the same type of situation, and I'm don't really care if and I don't feel this connection. I don't feel any connection. It's too quick. It's too quick, and I don't think that him quitting his job i mean he's the one who told her in the beginning hey maybe don't take my class because we were like we're feeling something here 
And now you're going to quit your job for this 19 year old that you don't know anything about who, mind you, has ruined his apparently his family. He has. Well, he still doesn't, doesn't, he know doesn't know that. that. He doesn't. And he probably wait till he finds that out. <laughs> if, well, I can't wait to find out too because I'm right. sure it's not that big of a deal. Exactly. Dan is so upset by Serena's choices. And so Serena sees that Dan's upset. She goes after him, explains that Colin quit his job for me. I didn't know. And Dan's like, so what happens now? And then he says, why do I even ask? Why are you even asking? You know, bro. You know what she's going to say. She's not going to say anything, actually. She's just going to let him down easy. Colin and I are together. We have this connection. Sorry, Dan. Like, I invited you as a friend. And well, a brother. How about you, brother? I invited your brother. My brother, my date. I needed some support. I mean, he told you he should move mountains for you. Do a grand gesture. He does it. He does it. And Dan is obviously upset because now Colin did it, but he did it later than Serena expected him to do it. And so, therefore, she invited Padge with her to this event. And he gets this idea like this is our moment we're getting back together but would you really want to be getting back together when she's literally involved like pretty much involved with someone else yeah so (laughs) even though she does i don't remember if she does actually say to him like i broke it off with colin but he assumes that i guess by her phone call to him come with me to the event no i think she did say she broke it. did she okay so he he thinks this is like this is my end works so quickly like that (laughs) yeah i'm like dan just empower yourself get over serena so be like just just feel good about yourself dude you know how serena operates so why would you want to be it could have been anyone that that that. couldn't that could have been nate oh well yeah it could have been anyone it could have been trip it could have been whoever else Army Hammer, whoever it is. It could have been anyone, and she would have called Dan next on the list, as he said, and then she would have gotten back together with said person because that's just Serena, and she always falls back on Dan and Nate because it's easy and it's comfort and it's not right, and it sucks for the two. And I hope they eventually learn the lesson. But yeah, (laughs) not too, not soon enough. Blair and Chuck arrive at the ballet. They have some silly banter back and forth, and Blair uses Serena's and Colin's story and pa- tries to pass it off as her own to Chuck, who obviously doesn't believe her. And then Vanessa arrives, and she heads over to Nate, and she's like, sass. She's like, sorry, Nate. I have evidence that's going to expose Serena. Juliet had it. So now Nate knows that Juliet is up, was up to something with Serena. So now he's like, oh, come on. Oh, well, I guess... She was, it was too good to be true. And like, Vanessa's like, I'm going to use this and tell the dean that Serena has been dating her professor. I'm like, why are we doing this? You at the don't ballet? even go here. You don't even go here. It's mean girls. She doesn't even go here. She doesn't. She doesn't. And why would you do this at an event? A it's, public event where the dean is like, I am trying to relax. But also there's no computer that she's going to plug in to yeah, see. So it's true. on a freaking hard drive. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Like, where are we plugging this in? Right? They're You're like, proof, but you have to figure it out on your right? own. Right? They're like having the curtain call, like, okay, it's time to go. And we're going to, everyone's going to surround a little com- what like computer. What she should have done is plugged it at home and print them out and give it to her if she right. had to, like, present it at the ballet. Right? Vanessa. She really didn't think that through. No. Or the writers didn't really think that through. Um, But Juliet actually interrupts Vanessa as she's about to go to the dean and 
Vanessa's excuses, I have been losing to Serena Vander Woodson for three years and I'm sick of it. And I'm like, wow. Like, this isn't Cher, the craziness of them. And as I said before, like, I feel like Serena is this like golden retriever who always gets what she wants and doesn't really have to work very hard for it. And I know that may suck to watch as someone else who doesn't necessarily get things that easily. Um, but I can't remember her di- directly doing anything to Vanessa. Well, because she kissed it. It's because Padge. she pissed Padge, but also that's on Padge. It is I mean, it Padge. sucks because Serena and her were like friends and I put that very loosely in quotations. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, she's like, well, now everyone's going to know that I was telling the truth. And I'm like, okay, so now, but as I said before, like, Dan knows you're telling the truth. Nate knows you're telling the truth. You don't care about Chuck and Blair and you don't care about Serena. So who, why do you need to do this? Well, probably just to shove it in your enemy's face. But Serena doesn't even know you're really right. your enemy. Serena's so innocent to it all. She's like, wait, why are you doing this to me? And Serena's so <laughs> wrapped up in her love situation. with She doesn't even care. She doesn't even care. And it probably makes it worse because at the end of the day, Vanessa is just kind of a sad person. It's usually what this all comes down to is jealousy and sadness. She's jealous, yeah. Not happy with yourself and the fact that your best friend who became your boyfriend chose Serena twice now, always chooses. Yeah. It's you, Serena. Right. Uh, Totally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so as Juliet and Vanessa are talking, Vanessa gets so upset that Juliet's not on her side that she tells her, neat, set you up. I have the text message to prove it. And so Juliet's so hurt by that that she decides to help Vanessa with telling the dean. And so this throws everyone into a tizzy. The dean is so annoyed because everyone's blaming everyone for everything. Julia calls out Colin. Like, Colin's the one that's been having an affair with Serena. And the dean isn't happy because, because you know, Colin resigned his position. But she's upset that it has that it was because of Serena. Because Serena is scandalous on the campus. She was known as the girl who was going to trade sex for grades, even though that wasn't true, which freaking sucks. And then Blair decides she's going to take the drive and she throws it in her drink and she backs up Serena saying that this is, it was all her and Colin and which was great. And then Chuck comes over and he's like, yeah, I'm obsessed with Blair and I keep tracks, you know, tabs on her all the time. And this is true. And, and the Dean is like, okay, Guys, guys, I'm going to go enjoy my sh- the show because this is absolutely ridiculous. They're so annoying. They're so annoying. Such like children. This poor Dean just wants to enjoy the ballet. And so she's, and she's like, without proof, I can't do anything. And Juliet's like, Blair, down the proof. But again, guys. What are we, you guys were going to watch it at the ballet? No. So then Colin runs after Juliet, who's clearly upset. And he's like, I can't believe you were taking photos of me. How dare you? And she's like, I told you not to get involved with Serena Vander Woodson. Which no, is like, didn't. no, you didn't. I guess because she's a student, just as as she's spinning it. But also, like, subco- you know, yeah, but did we see that happen? I mean, in this episode, she does say, well, you know, who are you? You're getting involved oh, yeah, with Serena. But I mean, right. But he's so upset that he completely cuts her off and he says, you're pretty much dead to me, just like Ben is. It also doesn't warrant of saying you shouldn't get involved with the student, Serena. It makes no sense of why she would go behind, like do that to him and cut him off. Right. It just doesn't make sense to him. And right. outside, like, I don't, why would you do that? Like, why would you do that to me? Cut off everything? I, I did everything for you. 
what yeah he doesn't get it and he won't uh and then after he's done with her our non-judgmental breakfast club comes out and they're like pointing fingers at Juliet. they call her out for everything that she's done even nate says he cannot trust her ever again and they have these like god complexes again like you're not going back to columbia if we see you there Pain's gonna happen. It's Chuck's. There will be consequences. I'm like Chuck. Where would you come from, and why are you here? <laughs> nope. Like nice to see a foursome, I guess. Like friendship, but also but Chuck, you're not involved at all. He's the only one that is not involved. Not at involved. All. Not even close. So they're kicking, pretty much kicking Juliet out of Columbia. And then Serena and Colin, they have a car ride back to wherever. And Colin apologizes to Serena about Juliet, and he admits that their family history is complicated. And we're like, please go into that. But he doesn't, of course. And then (laughs) Serena, she's like, you know, Colin, actually, I was running away from something and I ran right into you. And at this moment, Colin's like ready to like throw in the towel. Like, yes, I'm ready to be with you, Serena. And she's like, but I'm not not ready to be with you. I'm so sorry you gave up a teaching position for me. I feel so badly about that. Really? But here's the thing. I mean, he did it on his own. She did not ask him to do that. She didn't. That's all on him. It's all on him. And he doesn't even care. He's like, I didn't like teaching that much anyway. I'm just going to go back to being the bachelor. And she's like, but you should have someone that you you know, you treat right and don't be a cab girl. I'm like, what is happening? It's like now you guys are all of a sudden like friends and that's it. Like, why did I waste my fucking time on this? Well, we didn't (laughs) love it or ship it at all. No. But it also is completely in her mo to remain friends with an ex and end on good terms I'm telling and you, like not and this not understand so like, like why that's not okay but for he, them right but he's okay with no, it no he seems to be okay with it and they kind of like kiss on the cheek like oh see you and whenever she thanks him yeah so now are we supposed to have this huge revelation that she was talking about Padge <sighs> I was running from something but now I realized and then Maybe. she gets out He's like, you need to go home, take your shoes you off. You need to marinate. Draw back. <laughs> have some have macarons. Some <laughs> and think about it. And but she, but she doesn't. And she not even gets the other foot out of the Mm-mm. cab. Mm-mm. Picks up the phone, leaves Dan a voicemail. Um, I'm going to wait outside my building for you for as for long as it takes, as corny as that may sound. I'm like, oh, Serena. What are you saying? And of course, you see Padge. He's listening to this. He's giddy. He leaves immediately. But then as she's like leaving this voicemail, Nate shows up and he's like, I've been walking around all night trying to clear my head. I ended up here. I love how they always say that. And I just ended up here. And I just have this gut feeling that if Juliet didn't come between us, that something would still be here. <laughs> Michelle slammed her face on Nate. the mic. Nate. Really? Really, Nate? You're the but but you just watched Serena use with light air quotes Dan and complain how he's she's just trying to make Colin jealous with Dan like you know like what she was doing even though maybe she was didn't know she was doing it she didn't and then you're like but it's me I'm I'm willing to do that. But with also, you. last week you were the pawn. You were the best friend who was there for her, and that's all you were. That's all she saw you as. All she saw you as, and I think still does. 
there's something with Padge maybe she feels more strongly about, I think. Obviously, she called him first. Or I don't know if she would have called Nate if Dan, you know, didn't show up or whatever it was. But as Nate's confessing, like, I miss you. Let's, you know, I want to know how you feel. Dan comes out of the car and sees them. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my goodness, I cannot do this anymore. I hope we pick up right where we left off in that scene. I don't care about the chair scene. Oh, no, I don't care about that either. (laughs) Speaking of the chair scene, (laughs) quickly, um, they are like so giddy and happy that they took down Juliet. It's like this is their foreplay. Of course. And they're going on about how many times have they taken people down and they're starting to form a friendship in quotations because really then they end up hooking up again. Yeah, but it's different. It's romantic. It's It's more romantic. Yeah. not sneaking around. It's like... It's not as attacking, yeah, turning you into right. a vampire like last week's chair scene. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, actually, if anyone can let me know, do you care at this point? Do you sh- do you care about Chuck and Blair? I'm sure people do. They love Chuck and Blair. I mean, I want our, I want our, our listeners to reach out and like, did you get excited for Chuck and Blair to kiss and go upstairs? I just want to know. I want to know Because I'm too. not excited. I It didn't even phase me, to be honest. Um, but then our last scene, which is so good, Juliet is Skyping with someone who states they have mutual enemies. And Michelle's just like, is this Jenny? And they pan to Jenny and there she is in the flesh and she's so happy. And she believes that Juliet is only crazy because the Upper East Side has made her that way. And they we pan out a little bit more and you see Vanessa sitting there and their girls kind of just like end it like, what did you have in mind? Okay, so... This trio is so good. It is a great, <laughs> it's great, so good. great trio. And I'm so happy, Vanessa, that you have a friend. Right? And Jenny has always been and on your they side. they all need friends. Yeah, Jenny and Vanessa have They're a like good sisters, relationship. right? So I said to Liz, I'm like, Do well, they I say would... something about taking down Serena? I thought so. But I maybe think you they said do. mutual people. E- even I so, think they did say Jenny it. wants to take down Blair. As we know, yes, she she's associated Blair. with Serena. But why would she do that with a family like Lily? I don't. She doesn't. She, Serena and her do not haven't seen eye to eye since Jenny before Jenny even sent the blast of Serena and Dan together. They were having their moments. Yeah, and ever then, since like the Nate stuff, because Jenny was super jealous of Serena with the Nate, right, and yeah, so. like they just but maybe have you could a just strain. go hand in hand. I can take down Blair. You can take down Serena. Right, right. Like and Vanessa's let's like, let's just, just take down both because I'm here for it and take down the Upper East Side. She wants to do whatever she can just to, yeah, just to get revenge. Yeah. And that is uh, the end of the episode. Great last scene. And I was excited. I know all of our patrons were really excited for Michelle to see that. So I will be posting I some was, little tidbit. I didn't realize you were filming me. I was cursing and profanity was yes. coming out of my mouth. Some little tidbit videos for our patrons um, to see from our... <laughs> our watch because it was really funny um but we will be right back with uh some segments hey this is book of lies podcast where we talk about liars cheats and thieves yeah we do we release a new episode every tuesday on all major podcast players we talk about like she said liars cheats and thieves 
scammers, fraudsters, and dirty, rotten scoundrels. Oh, yeah, we keep it real with you. We like to have a lot of fun. There's curse words involved, so no kids are allowed. But check us out. We would love you to join us. On your favorite podcatcher. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome back from break. Let's start out with measly trivia. Measly. <laughs> measly. 7.9 on IMDb. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. And uh, when Vanessa sneaks into Juliet's apartment, she receives a text from Nate, making her phone go off. When we see the close-up of her phone, it shows that it's on silent, meaning it would have not made any noise. Just a little goof there. We had some music by Pony, Leo Delabes. Sorry, guys, Leo Delabes. The drums. I'm going to butcher the shit out of this one. Pyotr Ilik Taslavki. Mm, sounds right. The 88 and Kendall Johansson. <laughs> All right, some questions for us tonight. Let's start with Will. 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 Well, he says, when will Ben's secret out be out in the open? I don't know, Will, but I think you know. <laughs> will knows it all. Will does know it all. When will... Okay. Let's get a Michelle determination of the episode we number. <laughs> For the end of 410. 410. All right. Because so you haven't been there yet. I haven't been there yet. So like two episodes. End of day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mike, do you feel badly for Juliet in this episode? I did for a hot take, hot sec. Not when Nate was telling, when she was telling Nate that she was poor, because honestly, I didn't, I didn't feel badly for her there. But when she was trying to be better and tell Colin, like, I'm doing this for Nate because I really care about him. I felt badly that it kind of didn't go in her favor. Maybe when we find out about more about Ben and I reflect. Right. I will I have back, more of an opinion. Maybe I'll look back and be like, wow, I did feel bad for her. You know, the day where I watched, rewatched this series. <laughs> okay. No, but maybe no, when we do find yeah. out what Colin, what Colin, what Ben and Juliet were up to, what, what this whole thing was about. Yeah. We will feel differently. Yes. I, I don't know guys, cause I haven't been there yeah, yet. So fun. So fun. Um, if you were Vanessa, would you have shared the photos or would you have told Serena to get your friends back? I guess like blackmail her. Like I have these photos, like everyone be nice to me or I'll show the Dean. That's hard. I would not do that. This is really <laughs> tough. I think Vanessa. I still wouldn't show, just, the show the no, photos. No, I wouldn't either. But she has it. Up. She is in the fire red she can't see zone anything. Yeah. of herself and she just needs to get revenge. So it's such it's ugh. you can't go back from it. Like no. she can't get herself out of this. So I understand why she is doing it. Yeah. But it also bothers me that she is doing it. <laughs> Even though I am not team Serena guys. Everyone, everyone knows this. Yeah. I don't feel like Serena deserves all of what she's given no, from these people. She has no idea what she has no idea what's happening in the background. She has no idea. She's just preoccupied with these boys. Right. And that's like probably why everyone hates her. Like, mm -hmm. 
She doesn't have a care in the world about what's happening with everyone else. She doesn't even understand else. what's happening or going on. That's yeah. why people are upset. Right. Uh, Mike says, Michelle, what is your predict for Jenny, Vanessa, and Juliet at the end? I am so excited for this. I hope it's just next week. I hope Jenny comes back. I can see the three of them sneaking around. I want like the three of them hovering over you know, a board or something and they're going to have connect the lines. But here's the thing. If Gossip Girl is going to narrate all of this, mm-hmm. then I hope that gives us like, then Gossip Girl is truly involved and that just messes mm-hmm. up a lot of things. Yeah, it does mess up a lot Do you know of what things. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So yeah. we can talk about that in After Dark. We shall see. Um, Audrienne Marie asks, if we thought the opening scene with Cher was, if, the opening scene with Cher was funny, even though we're not a fan. I did think it was funny. Yeah, it was like, it reminded me of in Friends. Yeah. With Chandler and Monica in oh the Oh my bathtub. God, yeah, my fave. Hold your breath. Fried <laughs> chicken. Like, ah, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. I love yeah. that. I loved it. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, Lisa says, why didn't Serena ask Colin why Juliet hated her and why their family is so messed up? And so I responded to Lisa via email and I said, I honestly, Colin doesn't know what what is going on with Serena and his family. He has no idea. No, he's not too Because in. if he knew her name, then he would, if he knew about her and he heard her name, be like, oh, that's Serena Vanderwoodson. I know what she did to my family, whatever that means. But I don't, I feel that maybe the whole family doesn't know what who she it, did. Who she is. Yes, I think it's just, It's just strictly Ben and Juliet. Yeah. And somehow, Julia, uh, Serena got Ben arrested. Right? Yeah. That's how that has to be his vendetta. Like she got me arrested, Juliet and him think he's innocent of something, but it's all Serena's fault and she needs to be have everything taken away from her like it was for me. It's so ooh, I just want to know already. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um she had made a prediction because she's also new that this has to be the downfall of Vanessa teaming up with Juliet and Jenny to take down Serena. Like this must be the moment that all of these Gossip Girl viewers are like, this is when I changed for me for Vanessa. Sure. We'll see. Yeah. I hear you though, Louise. Like that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, Vic asks, what does Jenny have against Serena? Kind of like what we're wondering, like if she out to get Serena as well? I think it just, it's just the upper East side. And I think it's Blair's the queen. We'll take down Serena. That's great. Obviously, I can come with it, too. Right. Why does Serena keep flirting with Padge if she's with Colin? That's a question I'd love to know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know she's doing it. She doesn't know. I I really think she has no clue. She's just that person that you see in shows and movies or even in your real life, maybe. If you have a person that you know that is like this, let us know because I don't necessarily think I know someone who is so deeply like unconscious of how they come off to people or how they like present themselves to someone who could be attracted it, like, to it them. It crosses the line between friendly and flirty. It does. And there can be a fine line. And I think Serena, it's just her personality. It's like she thinks she's being friendly. And but charming. It's, she's but very it's charming. Flirty. Yeah. That's all our questions for tonight. Thanks, guys. 
What about some fashion? I didn't have any headbands this week. I had no headbands. Okay. I liked Serena's gray sweater and patterned skirt with the tights in the first scene. Yes. Um, I liked Serena's blazer. I did also like Serena's blazer. I liked Nate's brown jacket. Yeah. And I like Vanessa's moto jacket. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, I didn't mind Blair had a plaid jacket with um, buttons, like mm-hmm. big gold buttons on it. Serena's robe. Love Serena's tie-dye robe. Yeah. Uh, I loved, again, Chuck and Blair's robe. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Uh, all the dresses at all the ballet. All of them. I loved every single dress Gorgeous. at the ballet. Gorgeous. And I like Dan in a gray pea coat with the collars up like Edward Cullen. I'm into he that. pretty cute. He looks pretty good. Pretty, pretty. I said, hey, Dan and Nate at this event at the ballet, I was like, I would have a hard time choosing. <laughs> Thirst is ticking <laughs> up. Yeah. All right. What about quotes? Yes. Ladies knock. <sighs> Ladies should knock. But Rihanna in the chat said, Serena's not a lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the bass that eat the canary. Life is tough. Get a helmet. You are worth more than a guest lecture fee. Ooh. The only way to be done with this is a bassectomy. Yep, I love that. Um, I hope you did your yoga. This thing could go on for a while. Ugh. If the KJB can't get me to talk, Chuck, Chuck Bass can. Yeah, a lot of our patrons had that. Uh, face it at the end of the day, you were an outsider just like me. Ooh. I'm sorry. Who are you? <laughs> and then any enemies with benefits. That's all I had. MVP and shittiest. I didn't. I, I have a blue ribbon, I think, and an MVP. I have a I have a strong MVP, my shittiest I struggle with. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, MVP. Yep. Three, Three two, two, one, the Blair. Dean. Oh, Dean. <laughs> That's a good one. I chose a Dean, but my blue ribbon does go to Blair only for that one scene where she throws a drive and she, she gives in and says that she's taking, she took the blame for Serena. I felt in this episode, we saw all the reasons why one would love Blair. Yes. Her... Her quotes. hunger lover, her hunger. <laughs> yeah, her quotes, the way she, her self care level, uh, standing up for her friends. I mean, literally taking the blame. She took it, yeah, and she Which knew tried. because the dean has her eye out on her too. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Why would I risk my career at Columbia to to have a lie about me?" I feel like she has been so so tightly wound up that chuck has loosened her hmm. for all the sex and so now blair is like I yeah breathe. i almost feel that way too huh. like oh okay i'm back into like having some sort of normalcy and feelings again for chuck like if this was blair every episode i would love I it see myself absolutely loving blair yeah she definitely blair. didn't frustrate me at no. all in this episode no she was great so mvp goes to blair i think that's great and i picked the dean just because she was like i don't need this shit at the ballet also, and she tells them all off yeah also a mood that I can she's a behind. mood oh my god she's a mood in herself yeah uh will picked vanessa for finally he's like i would never normally do this but i loved how she she stood up for herself uh audrey and marie picked our non-judgmental breakfast club just as they were taking down juliet and Vic and tish also picked blair like you shittiest yeah. <laughs> I really struggle with this one because I actually don't like my shittiest. You don't like that you chose it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going with my Okay. My gut. Three, Three two, two, one, one Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. I feel as though 
it's hard, but I she she let it get to her so much, and I feel like you didn't need to take that extra step to try and blackmail Serena. I like be better than that. I think you didn't need to take the extra step to FaceTime Jenny. and then get involved in this triangle. If you let it go at the party, you don't, don't go to that school. Let right. it go. You let don't have it to go. see them like that. You don't have to see Serena. Why don't you own NYU? And because you live with Padge, maybe you shouldn't live with him anymore. You shouldn't live with Padge. You should focus on your own life at NYU. Find a guy and friend group that yeah. accepts and supports you and thinks that you're the Blair Waldorf of NYU. And like, right. and get over this. And you know she contacted Jenny... I mean, Juliet didn't contact her. No, Juliet has no idea who she even is. She can't get that number. Yeah, so, so it's for not that, good. You went the extra step. I have to give it to. Yeah, you. she went the extra mile just Vanessa. to blackmail. Uh, Vic also picked Julia, uh, Vanessa, and Tish picked Vanessa and Juliet. Audrey and Marie also picked Juliet, and Will picked Serena. She's insufferable. He said, <laughs> "I I hear you, Will. I, I hear you." All right, let's go into Betty of the week. You're a total Betty. This week, surprisingly, we had another Katie B pledge to us. We have like three Katie Bs. Wow. Katie B. <laughs> Katie B. Katie B. <laughs> uh, so welcome, Kate. Kate. In the Discord, she's Katie, but on Patreon, she's Kate. So I put Kate, our mate. Oh, I love that. Hey, Kate. Kate, our Welcome mate. Welcome, our, our mate, Kate. She's not from, you know, down under or anything. But um, I thought that that was fitting. Like, she's our, our new friend. And we want to get to know you. What brought you here? What are you listening to? What are you up to? What's your birthday? Let us know. We want to get to know you, girl. Anytime anybody pledges you. <laughs> We're like, why are they here? What do you not, want from not us? Not like that. It's just like, I can't believe one would want to. Yes. Yeah, and we're so overly appreciative. And just like today we were having dinner together and I'm like, who, what brought her here? Yeah. It's like you found us. Yes. So, so cool. Thank you. I love that. And I, I, it's, I feel like we've been getting a lot of people that we don't necessarily hear from on social media. And so when you hear of this Kate B or whoever it is, I'm like, wait, do we know this person? Who is it? And so I like, please tell us how you found us. We'd love to know. So dying to know. Thank you so much. Thank you for your pledge. Okay. So title for next week. Oh, next week is fun. Okay. Some familiar faces in next week's episode. We have a couple of, like, reappearances of characters that we haven't seen in a while. Cyrus? No, not Cyrus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I won't confirm who anyone is. Nelly Yuki? No, I wish it was Nelly Yuki. Don't 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 guess anymore. All right. <laughs> All right, the title for next week is The Witches of Bushwick. My three gossip words are three gossip words. Decision. Wait, hold on. Sorry, just okay. right. Decision. Reputation. Masks. Oh my god. Eee! It's fun. Do we have a date of Blair's birthday? 
Oh, I think her birthday is like October 18th or something like that. Is this Halloween? It's not Halloween. I would have loved it if it was Halloween. It would have made sense if it was Halloween, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not Halloween. Okay, so The Witches of Bushwick. Yeah. Which really has nothing to do with the title usually, but I think the witches are Jenny. Where's Bushwick? Brooklyn. Right. No, I know that. (laughs) We have Brooklyn Jenny. Brooklyn Jenny. Brooklyn Jenny. She is Brooklyn Jenny. We have Jenny. We have Vanessa. And we have Juliet. I think Juliet is going to start staying. That's tough. <laughs> Where is, Where she, is she going to live? Go? Where is she going I to live? I wouldn't even be surprised if next week we have Vanessa living on her own, getting her own apartment, and Juliet her sharing mm. a place. And then Jenny comes to hang out. Because Jenny is banned. Jenny is no longer can go to New York City. So she'll go to Brooklyn. Ridiculous. To the loft. Or maybe Juliet will hang out at the loft, Mm. right? And I think Padge is probably going to turn around and be like, I'm not doing this. And Serena's going to be like, but wait, but wait, I I have to talk to you. And Padge is like, I can't do this again, Serena. So he's also going to go back to the loft and he's going to be like, I can't do this. And so he's going to be on their side. And he's going to be the one to break it off. Like, I'm done with this, And he's not going to let her talk. Ooh. And then she'll be like, no, I have to talk. And maybe the whole episode will be like that. And maybe they'll finally talk. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, decision. I think the decision will have to come down of how far we're going to go to take her down. Or he's going to have to make the decision to not keep going with Serena. Reputation. Obviously, let's ruin a reputation. Let's bring down Serena. Let's bring down Blair. And then the masks. Well, like masks are just fun. So <laughs> Masks are fun. They'll just wear masks to disguise themselves they're gonna do something Mm. they're gonna fish around for something maybe maybe Juliet's going to share with Vanessa and Jenny what's going on her real motive yeah and they're gonna have to sneak in somewhere and disguise themselves wearing masks to get information that's good predictions very good thank you we shall see we shall see um will's treat this week gossip girl characters as dance styles or steps now you know this is my forte here bitches so will (laughs) i mean just the oh my god i'm reading them right now so specific with the category (laughs) makes me live yes thank you thank you will for existing giving life (laughs) so we have blair the waltz yes chuck Swing dance. Yeah. I would see that. Yeah. Serena the tango. For sure. Dan the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nate, Texas two step. <laughs> Vanessa the cha cha cha. Mm-hmm. Eric, contemporary ballet. Yes. Love that. Jenny, boogie woogie. <laughs> Love it. Rufus, Punk mosh pit. Yes, yes bitch. Yes. And Lily classical ballet. I mean, I live spot and die and breathe these. On, spot, on. Yeah. Love it all. So good. Thank you, Will. You're, they're awesome. Um, in the description of this episode, we're going to have a Google Drive. And you can submit a Will's treat. He said it was okay. So we're going to submit this. Will, the, you guys can submit Will's treats of com- combinations of... Uh, you know, any category of things you want him to have a treat on. Right. Treat. Like Gossip Girl characters <laughs> as, as blank. Whatever you 
Household would appliances. Be great. I would like that. Household appliances. Whatever well. you think would be fun. I'll submit. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll submit. We'll be the only ones on there. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so uh, next week, we have a guest patron. We have Vic on Yay. for the bushes of... Uh, the, the bushes? <laughs> I was like... Uh, the bushes of Wishwick. The bushes of witches. <laughs> they are the bushes of witches. Uh, the good. witches of Bushwick. <laughs> so super excited <laughs> for that. She's a newbie like Michelle. So uh, I'm going to... I'm very interested on her take on next week's episode. Yeah. And this is that part of the episode where I just drill in that review on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. Maybe five stars would be awesome. We love to see uh, those reviews every time we open up our email each week. So much fun to get them. And we love receiving them. We get so excited and then also helps with the podcast so much. And we just want to thank everyone who has sent us a review and um if you haven't maybe this is your chance go this a little reminder just Just think about it you already have your phone out you already have it there so if you have an iphone it's just super easy it's right there just saying um but if you were involved in after dark just stick with us for a few more seconds um if not i hope you all have a roller coaster again you know you love us xoxo gossip Gossip girls I feel like we're in like a 90s television show where they like like jump into like the next scene. That's how I feel. We're jumped into After Dark tonight. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to After Dark. Now I made a point to say to Michelle, don't you think that Dan knows that Serena and Colin are together and that's why he bought his book? Because he's super curious. Not because Serena's been talking about him. What did Dan care about that? Okay, does Gossip Girl know about Serena and the Professor? I don't know. Have we, like, I'm trying to think of the narration. I don't think anyone, I don't think so. In last week's episode, in the beginning, the whole Gossip Girl spiel is Blair's birthday, but Serena's shacking up with her professor. She She does say it at the end. So, it's so hard. And then Tish makes a good point, like, it's, is Padge the one that does the narratives? Are we supposed to believe that Padge is the one that does this? Well, that's a real, I had that question you know? too, Tish, because I'm wondering, is the narration totally separate and just right. part is of it, the is show? Is that for the audience to just kind of get a gist of what's going on? Filling us in, it has actually nothing to do with Gossip, with Girl, Gossip Girl in the show. is right. just kind of leading us. I know. I'm not sure. I know we've asked this and I thought Shanna said that what, like what you hear, Kristen Bell's narration is Gossip Girl. Right. But I don't think that is always so true. I know. How could it be true? And that's why Tish still says, like, it has to be this some sort of server. Well, yeah. It's yeah. just the only thing that makes sense. And so he, it's like, does everyone put their own caption? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's very tricky. The whole premise of it is tricky because you have this entity where it's supposed to be, like, all-knowing. But then it's like it's this one single person that can't be everywhere at all times. When you think about this episode and if I didn't know who Gossip Girl was, it'd be really hard in this episode to pick out who it is. Yeah. Because we didn't really focus that much on it. It wasn't no. like Gossip Girl Blast No, there out. wasn't. And it's hard when there isn't Blast because then you forget she's even a thing. Yeah. 
or he is even a thing, I should say. They. We're in After Dark. I know yeah. it's hard for me. <laughs> They're a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, I didn't really, there were no clues for me this week where I was like, this is yes and this is no. Right. The only thing that I thought of knowing that Dan is Gossip Girl is what I said, like, he has Colin's book, so does that mean he knows about Colin? But then when he sees Colin with Serena in the car, he genuinely looks surprised. He is surprised. And then it just like every time he picks up his phone, like there's a blast, he's like he's like gen- he looks surprised and it's like okay, maybe to throw off the audience, they need to do that where they show him getting it like everyone else so that you don't or it's assume the server. It. or it's the server like, "Oh shit, I didn't know that was going to be posted." <sighs> But this book has been floating around. It's like it was on the Today Show. Whoever show it was right, on. Right, that's true. He did see it he there. He saw it there. So I feel like it's just one of those things like, oh, yeah, I'm reading this too. Right. And you know what? We still haven't seen him in in school. We still haven't seen. And he's like, and that what baffles my mind is he tells Rufus, I, I don't need to meet her for coffee. I'll just go meet her at campus. You're in Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn at this. Oh no, you're not. No, no, no. no he wasn't. Damn no, it. Yeah. Still, it's like you're not. You don't go to that school. Why are you making I'm your so trips? Confused about this. Why are we not showing him why in school? We, why? It's like, did he drop out after a Milo and we didn't know? Is he taking a semester off and he's going to maybe maybe because he thought Milo was that's be true. Like that? Maybe in the winter he'll start up again. I truly don't know. So, well, actually, I know some things. <laughs> I just like had a revelation. I was like, oh wait, I know something. But yeah, he bothers me so much with this Serena stuff. Well, because like, love he, is blind. Love, oh god, love is blind, and he just keeps getting like pulled in, sucked in, and like thrown out to the wolves, and sucked in again, thrown out to the wolves again, and just. Well, you know, oh the other god. thing is, he's not in school. He's not meeting anybody. Right, he has nothing else to do, and not that you should be a serena maybe he is we should i feel like we should be seeing more gossip girl blasts because he has more time on yeah <laughs> where are the blasts that makes more sense but i guess it do wouldn't we, be too obvious without giving too much away yeah do we get more perspective partners for badge for nate for serena you don't know i know other perspective partners for the characters you have just said. I am super excited for one perspective character's partner, which I'm going to be hard. Actually, you know what I can say? Don't tell me. I'm I'm excited for a Padge perspective partner. Okay. That doesn't give anything no, away. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like, how long are we going to do this? We need them to move on. They need to move and on And if from you this. move on, let's not come back to this. Because if we're going to come back to this, that means you guys were always meant to be. But I really feel they're not meant to be. They're not your endgame I don't end think game Sag show. is an endgame. I really don't. Right. If they are, prove me wrong. That would be great. Right. Like, show us. Yeah. Show us this like undeniable connection. Well, that I mean, only... like we see this like they have a connection. They have this connection where it's like this comfort and like first. Lo- I mean, definitely first love for him. I think, I'm assuming first love for her as well. They were like 16 or 17 years old at that point, but it's like in between this whole bullshit. Like Dan, really, just like everyone needs to separate. Just go their separate ways for now. And if you come back together, that's great. But if you don't, that's okay, too. And Nate. And Nate. Oh, Nate. They do him dirty, man. They do. They do. I really wanted him to be utilized to figure out all the Juliet stuff. Same. 
and really figure out the Colin stuff, which now really there's nothing. Is Colin on the island? Colin is on the island. Holy shit. And it pisses me off that he That's is it? because I feel like why you literally, it's another trip scenario. Even though trip's not on the island, it's almost as though he is because it's like, why do you need to even? Wow. Yeah. Doesn't that wow. suck? Well, really, there's nothing. They left. wrapped it up. He's like, kisses. Bye. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to you. you. Thanks for helping me get through these last two weeks. I quit my job for you. You quit it's your fine. job in a what, month and a half? You were a professor? So yeah. I mean, he was a guest lecturer. So he wasn't like a 10, you know, he wasn't a, oh, true. a permanent position. But still, but still. And like, I still can't wrap my head around. And like, age is just a number. I understand that. It, there's something with like this, these like life places that they're both in that doesn't connect with me. No, it doesn't. Like, what is so fascinating about a 19-year-old that doesn't know herself in college, has this, like, weird, crazy, rich lifestyle, even though he sort of has that, too. He has money. Yeah, he has, like, he's that, supporting, but he has that bachelor lifestyle. Yes, but he's supporting his cousin to go to Columbia. Which is a very admirable trait to, I guess. We don't know, like, the history there. Like, why is he doing that for her? You know? So I guess she's no longer in Columbia. I guess not. And that apartment. And then it makes sense that that I guess she did actually want to go to Columbia. It wasn't because of Serena. Right? That's how I'm taking it. Like, oh, she died. They took that away from me. Like, it's a status thing. Not for Serena's benefit, like, that she went there. I thought she was honestly, like, playing it up like she's a student and she doesn't even go there. Same. I was really hoping she she would be a con artist. Right. But it doesn't seem that way now. Which is like, oh, yeah, that kind, kind of, of wanted it I really wanted her to be like this, <laughs> like top yeah. shape con artist. Yeah, and same. then we're just making her human, which right. I guess is nice, but I don't need another human. Nah. Even though none of these are really like. No, but like we don't need humans. to waste time on this character because she's not a she's permanent not a, character. She's right. not in the main cast, you know? So I, while I find it to be interesting because I don't think anything else at this moment is interesting. In the long run of the show, like, did I'm probably never going to think about her again, you know? Right. So. Okay. We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. What emoji should we pick now? Well, should uh, we do... We have to, like, look at all the emojis. Well, I was like, is there a macaron? But I don't think oh, there is. I don't is. think there is. That's so lame. That is lame. Is there, like... Is there bubbles for like the bathtub or what, should we do something with like... We do a bathtub. Oh, let's do a bathtub. That's good. So if you have made it this far, thank you so very much. Please send us a bathtub with wherever that may be. Yeah, a bubble bath. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, whatever you prefer. Email. We are here to see your emojis. So. Yes. Um, until next week with Vic. Yay. Yay. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.